I just thank you for being here and watching with us and just being a part of our service today. We've got a few people in the crowd today as, as uh, we uh, are uh, congratulating our seniors, but, uh, but I can't wait for you are here. And uh, starting next week, we're going to be giving you some information about whenever you can have a chance uh, to join us right here. So uh, tune in next week to our social media sites. Be in tune with us there so we can uh, just uh, give you some great information. So also, if you do not be sure you follow us on our newsletter. All you have to do is subscribe to our newsletter and just go on to our website at LegacyChurchRome.org and uh, whenever you get there, just click on subscribe and um, just click there. Just fill out a couple of uh, pieces of information and we will get our, you will get our newsletter every single week, all right? So um, I thank you so much. So be sure you do that so that you can um, get all the information and deliver it right to your email with some important information. So be sure you do that if you're not following us and be sure you follow us on all of our social media sites uh, before the end of the day so you can keep up with some cool things that are about to happen, okay? So be sure you do that with us uh, today. And also, I just want to thank you for watching today. If it's your first time with us, thanks for uh, tuning in with us today. If it's your first time, uh, there will be a link that's coming up on your screen if you're watching on Legacy Church online. Uh, just go there, click on that link, just fill out a couple things, and we just want to say hello to you. Uh, we're not going to uh, harass you or show up at, at your doorstep, but we just want to say hello to you and thank you for being a part of the service today. So do that. Or if you're listening on our podcast today, be sure that you go onto our website and click on guest, and you can fill out that information right there. So thanks for being with us today. If you've got your word, I really want you to have your Bible out today or some type of word, uh, whether it's on um, an iPad or a phone. I really hope that you have your word out today because we're just going to be taking, we're really just going to start dissecting this word today. And it really helps if you have something just to really look at. So be sure that you have your word today. And we're going to be starting in Isaiah today, Isaiah chapter 45. Isaiah chapter 45. And then we're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Isaiah chapter 45 verse 3. It says that I will give you the treasures of darkness. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. Let's read it again. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches. Treasures of darkness. Treasures of darkness. Welcome into my brain. This is how I dissect some things whenever I'm studying. I will give you the treasures of darkness. Darkness means that it has not yet been into the light. He says, I will give you treasures that even no one even knows about right now. Amen. I will give you treasures that no one has even thought about. I will give you treasures that you've not even been able to conceive in your mind or in your imagination yet. They are treasures of darkness because they've not been revealed yet. He said, and, 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 and hidden richer, riches and of secret places. 
that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. Hmm. Let's talk today. Have you ever felt like whenever you've been reading through scripture or digesting some scripture or studying the word of God, have you ever felt like sometimes that God just does some things almost like in a code? It's like he hides some things. Um, it's like he, it's like he uh, will, will, will give the, the truth, but it's like you have to really dig for it. It's, it's, some people find it a little strange. Even, even Jesus, whenever he was teaching, he would, he would teach with parables and they were stories and the truth was in the story but you just had to get through the details to really get what Jesus Christ was trying to say through the story I mean think about it Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6 verse 6 he says but you when you pray Go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. He's in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. In other words, he says, don't be like the religious people. You don't need a microphone. You don't need a stage. You don't need camera. You don't need lights to get with God. Amen. He says, he says, I want you to get in the secret place. See, there's just something about the secret place. There is something about it hidden. There's something about secrets that, that, that we're just really going to draw a line through with scripture today. And he says, get in the secret place. See, because when you are in the secret place in your prayer closet, you don't have to worry about your haters, amen? You don't have to worry about spectators. You don't have to worry about people, there's people's opinions of you. You don't have to worry about if your speech and your prayers are, 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 are conducive to theological beliefs. You don't have to worry about if you're, if you're praying in a timely manner. See, God wants you to get alone in spiritual places because, see, because whenever you get alone in spiritual places, you start to lose your religion. You start, you start to lose your religion. You stop worrying about what everybody else is thinking about you. And you will lose your religion and you're just focusing on God. And you get to the point where you can just cry out, Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. Jesus wants you in those secret places. His word is advising you to get in those secret places. Thank God for the secret places. Amen. Thank God when there's nobody watching you. Thank God when there's nobody on your phone, when there's nobody texting you, and it's just you and the Lord. There is something God likes about secrets, about secret places, about hidden treasures, about, 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 about hiding things, about mysteries. He says, he even says in the word that if you need protection, uh, it, is, uh, it is he who dwells in the secret place. There is something that we're going to draw a line to today. So follow me today. Today's verse is, I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. I am the God of Israel. I'll give you treasures that no one knows about and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. Jesus, when he was teaching on earth, as I said earlier, he would use 
parables and, 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 and sometimes it was almost like it was in code where he would say, you know what, the kingdom is like this or the, the kingdom is like that, but really the kingdom was not like those things. And, but he was like, the kingdom is like this and the kingdom is like that. In Matthew 13, I like this verse because the disciples here, they get tired of, of somewhat Jesus talking in parables. Somebody would answer, uh, ask Jesus a question and Jesus would reply with another question. They're like, Jesus, what's up here? I'm not quite understanding your, your, your teaching. They're like, why do, you, why do you speak to them in parables? But to us, it's like you're talking just plain and simple. I don't get it, Jesus. Why, why are you, you kind of hiding things with them? And Jesus pretty much looks at them to the disciples and says, because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Isn't that interesting? He says, look, they don't understand it right now. They've not been walking with me. They've not been talking with me. See, see, look, disciple, you've had on-the-job training. You've been, we've been through some stuff. We've been through some highs and some lows together. You can understand the truth. You can understand when things are revealed to you. We've, we've walked through some stuff together. He said, like, you know, like, like you watched me heal the leper. You watched me heal Peter's mother-in-law. You, you watched me speak peace to the wind and waves. You know, you know, disciples, we've been through some things together. We've been through some stuff, but, but these people, they're just a little too shallow right now. They can't go into the deep places. They can't understand the revelations of the kingdom. See, sometimes you got to understand that he tells them the truth. He tells them the truth about the revelation of everything was that the real truth was behind the story. The real truth was behind the story. See, sometimes you need to get this today. Sometimes you've got to break through something to get what God really wants you to have. Amen? Sometimes you've got to break through something. Sometimes you've got to break through the story. Sometimes you've got to break through the surface to see what God really wants you to have. Secrets. Hidden places, mysteries. What is all of this about, God? What, what does God like to hide things? Why does he say, seek and you will find? He does not say, go to church and you will find. He does not say, get up out of the bed and you will find. He does not say just go to just 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 walk into church casually on Sunday morning and you'll find it. No, he says seek it, seek it. See, whenever you've got to seek something, it means that something is hidden. It means that there's layers to be peeled away. He says seek and you will find. See, one thing that I've really noticed during this this whole COVID season, this pandemic, uh, and I, I really hope that other Christians and and believers have started to realize this is that God is not going to give precious things to. Casual Christians. Mm. God is not going to give precious knowledge, precious revelation to the casual Christian. Hmm. And those without the Holy Spirit, they cannot receive the revelation that God is trying to give to them. If, if, if you are casual about your relationship with God, the treasures and the, and, the, and the revelation of the kingdom will simply pass you by. If you are just a casual Christian, you won't understand when God puts something in your path that is of the kingdom. You won't understand whenever you're walking down the sidewalk and somebody 
somebody meets you, be sure you stay six feet away. But whenever you see that person, you won't even understand that God has put that person in your path for a kingdom connection. But whenever you are in the spirit, you can be walking down the street. You can be in Walmart. If you can spirit, if you can feel the spirit in Walmart, you really got the spirit. And all of a sudden, you can just be in Walmart shopping for donuts for, or trying to find some toilet paper or something. And you get there and something just speaks to you and you can make a kingdom connection. That is what God is trying to do for the church. Amen? That's what he wants for you. He says, look, you can't receive these things. You can't receive these hidden treasures until you've got the spirit. Now, after setting that up, let's step back and let's be reminded of what we learned last week when we started talking about the Holy Spirit. We started discussing the Holy Spirit last week and, and we, we talked about how the Holy Spirit knows God better than any other thing, any other man on planet earth. He knows God. The scripture even says that, that the Spirit has searched the deepest parts of God. The Spirit has went into the innermost being of God the Father. The Spirit has been in the deepest crevice of the soul of our God. The Spirit has been in the, in, the, in the chamber of his heart. The Spirit has been in every nook and cranny in his mind. The Spirit knows God better than any other person or thing because he has been in the deepest parts. The Spirit is like God's Google. You just ask him something. And he knows it because he's been in the deepest parts of God. The Spirit is in continual contact with God. And the great thing about it is that you have access to the thing that knows God better than any other person on this planet. Amen? You have access to that. And it's so important to note that one of the functions of the Holy Spirit is that he is a revealer. We talked about how he is a revealer. He's not the creator. That's God the Father. But he's the revealer. He reveals things that God has created for you. He, he, he reveals things. And when you get in the Spirit and the Spirit starts living in you, he can reveal things to you that you never thought was possible. I don't know if you've ever heard of John in the book of Revelation. Some people actually refer to him as John the Revelator. Why? Because all of a sudden he is in the book of Revelation upon the Isle of Patmos and he starts seeing visions. He starts hearing voices. He starts seeing things, spiritual things. And guess what? If he was, on, if he was in America today, he may be locked up in a psych ward because it was just plumb crazy how somebody could see and hear voices and they could hear mighty waters and they could hear voices that sound like thunder but how could a man how could a man hear such spiritual things beyond beyond human concept the, re the reason is in Revelation chapter 1 verse 10 the word says it was all because he was quote in the spirit he was in the spirit how can you receive revelation like that is to be in the spirit and because he was in the spirit guess what the spirit was revealing things to him and through him, the Spirit is the revealer. The Spirit unveils things. It, it, it uncovers things. Now let's get back to where we were last week in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. I'm going to break this down for you, and I'm about to wreck somebody's theology. I already feel an email coming to my inbox, so just get ready. I'm going to wreck somebody's theology today. I already feel it. I'm just warning you today, okay? So 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, it says... 
as it is written, get this, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Eye has not seen. Nobody has seen it. It's not even went into anyone's ear. No one has heard of everything that God wants to do. It's a mystery. It's a secret. Nor has it's not even entered into somebody's heart or their spirit yet. The things that God has prepared. Prepared. Somebody say prepared. Guess what? It doesn't say that God is preparing. It doesn't say that God will prepare. It says the things that God has already prepared for you. Before the foundations of the earth, guess what? God was already preparing things for you. And now, I has not seen it. It's one of those dark treasures that we talked about. And now, we're going to learn that we've got to have the spirit to even understand or grasp the things that God has created for us. Watch this. First Corinthians 2 verse 10 through 12 but God has revealed them them is the things that eye has not seen ear has not heard or entered into the things the entered into the heart the things that God has prepared for us God has revealed the things that he has prepared for us get this through his spirit hmm. For the Spirit searches all things, just the deep things of God. For what God knows the things of a man except the spirit of man which is inside of him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now, we have received. Get this. I'm going to shake somebody up today. Now we have received. Not the Spirit of this world but the Spirit who is from God. We've not received the Spirit of this world. We've received the Spirit that is from God that we might know. Hmm. That we might know, K-N-O-W, know the things that have been freely given to us. He says, look, that you might no. He says, if you really want to know the things I have for you, guess what? It will come only through the Spirit. Right here, the God Almighty, the Creator Himself is giving the church important instructions and He is saying, look, this is, this is the only way into the inside scoop. If you want the inside addition, if you want to know more than anybody else knows, I don't know anybody that likes to like to be out in the dark. I don't know anyone that likes to, to not know things that are going on around them. Some people like to know too much, but everybody likes to know something. He says, look, if you want the inside scoop, if you want that thing that I've prepared for you, he says the, the, the greatest thing that you can do is get in the spirit. I don't know about you, but how many of you have, have witnessed armchair coaches? Anybody, you've witnessed some armchair coaches. Well, well if Mark Rick would have done that, he'd still be there. Well, well, if that coach would have done that, guess what? They would have won some games. Well, if he wouldn't have traded him, but have traded him, why are you running the ball? Throw 
throw that ball. All of a sudden, everybody knows everything. Everybody's getting mad at the umpire. That was a strike. He's out. No, he didn't steal that. No, that was a no, that wasn't a bunt. That was a strike. All of these things are going on, and everybody knows. And I don't know if you've noticed now. Guess what? We've got armchair doctors. Have you noticed that? Everybody knows everything about the CDC. Everybody, we've got armchair presidents. We've got armchair scientists. And everybody knows everything, but they know nothing. Any, just raise your hand if you know somebody like that. And all of a sudden, guess what? God says, look, I've got some things that you can't learn. But you need the spirit. And if you want that inside scoop to things that I've got for you, you've got to have the spirit. He says it only comes through the spirit, through the Holy Spirit. He's saying, look, you cannot learn the things I have for you. How many people try to take classes on what does God want for me? As a pastor, you want to know one of the most asked questions I get? What is God's will for my life? What am I supposed to do? How do I know God's will for my life? He says, look, you can't learn these things. You can't read about these things. You can learn about me. You can learn that I went to the cross. You can learn, you can learn about heaven. You can learn, he said, but look, there are revelations of things that nobody else knows. You can't buy books on this thing that's going to tell you the treasures that I have for you. He says, no, no. He said, you can't learn these things because that's information. He says, what I give you comes through revelation. Hmm. See, we want information, but we really need to be searching for, searching for revelation because the things from God comes through the revealing, the uncovering. He don't want, he, so many people have information, but not revelation. And then all of a sudden they become armchair Christians and they know what everybody else is doing wrong. I know I'm not speaking to anybody today that, that, that's watching, but so many times we know what everybody else is doing wrong, but we don't know what we are doing wrong because we've not seen a revelation. We've got information but not revelation and God says all of this is possible through the Holy Spirit I want you to get this today if you do not learn how to operate and function in the Holy Spirit the things that God has for you will always have a lid on it hmm. think about that if you don't learn how to flow and operate in the Spirit. You will always have a lid on your life. Always. Wow. But when you get in the Spirit and flow in the Spirit, it's like the lid comes off and you get to new levels. But so many times we get so afraid of this, of the secrets and the mysteries of God that we don't want anything to do with it. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it's like a lid is put on us and we can see outside and everybody else's ministry is taken off. But we don't understand what our ministry is. And, and all of a sudden, God is like, look, if you would just get the spirit inside of you, I could take the lid off of things so you could go to the next level. It is a necessity for your life. The Spirit is a necessity for your job. The Spirit is a necessity for your marriage. The necessity of it, it is such a necessity. The Holy Spirit, he's urging his people, I've got so much for you, but you've got to, but you, you've got to be in the Spirit to understand these things. 
You've got to get in the spirit. Some of you have never met who you were created to be because you've never met the Holy Spirit. Some people watching today have been in the church all of their life and they've heard of the Holy Spirit, but they've never met the Holy Spirit. They've never encountered the Holy Spirit. Guess what? You will never know who you were created to be until you meet the Holy Spirit. You will never know all the... You, you thought you could preach before. You just wait till you get the Spirit in you. You thought you could sing before. You just wait till you get the Spirit in you. You thought you could teach before. Guess what? You just wait till you get the Spirit in you because when the Spirit it gets in you. It takes you to another level. It takes you from glory to glory to glory. That's the power of the Spirit. And, it's, and, and the next verse says in, in uh, chapter 2 verse 13, it says, listen, here we go. I'm about to debunk some things. Just get ready. I'm going to rock somebody's theology today. I feel it. Here it comes. You've been waiting. He ain't going to go there, is he? I'm going there today. Listen, it says the things we also speak. I'm going there. The things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches. Hmm. Did you get that? The things that we speak, not in a language that we have learned, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. Hmm. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. The things we speak, not in words of man's wisdom that teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. Hmm. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. You're saying, oh God, here he goes. We're going to talk about speaking in tongues. I'm going there today, so you better get ready. I'm going to rock somebody's theology right now, the word says that there is power in the tongue. Amen. There is power of life and death in your tongue. Here we go. Do you realize, I, I, I already sense an email is coming my way. Do you realize that yes, that yes, your, your salvation started when God sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross and Jesus got on the cross and they nailed his hands and his feet to the cross and he shed his blood for you and they put a crown of thorns on his brow and he cried out, it is finished and he gave up the ghost. Do you realize that yes, that is, that is where it all started. But for you, here we go. Do you realize that salvation was not birthed inside of your spirit until you started speaking? Hmm. Do you get that? It really didn't start inside of you until you started speaking. The word even says it. The word says that you must believe in your heart and what? Confess with your mouth and you shall be saved. It says believe and Confess it. Talk about it. Say something. He's like, you may not even understand the fullness of salvation. You may not even understand how God, somebody that you've never met, would send his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die for you. You may not understand the love and the grace and the mercy, how, how, how God could just keep loving you and loving you and loving you all throughout your poor choices and bad things. You may not even understand that, but you Confess, you are my Savior. You confess it. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the mystery of salvation, all of those things starts happening. It is all revealed to you. It all becomes real when you start speaking. 
Are you ready? Are you following me today? Here we're going. We're going in for it today. And the scripture is saying that we've got to speak things that we don't even know in order for it to happen. Now listen, I'm not talking about naming it and claiming it. Okay? I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about you, 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 I'm going to get Alexis and it's going to come and I want to manage. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about speaking about the treasures of God today. Okay? He says, you got to start talking about things that you don't even realize the fullness of. It's revealed when you start speaking. And the scripture is saying that we've got to even speak things that we don't know in order for it to happen. And guess what? This is this talking that you need. The scripture says man cannot teach you it, but it is a language of the Holy that only the Holy Spirit can teach. I want to tell you something. You don't need to pay for a class to teach you how to speak in a heavenly language. I don't care what channel you saw that on. Don't you do it. It's not of the Lord. The word says that man cannot teach you this language. Nobody needs to come up with you with a feather and tickle your tongue. Nobody needs to teach you syllables. Ah, ah, be, 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 be. No, 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 no. That's not how it goes. Man cannot teach you this language. It is in the word of God. I'm not making this up. And all of a sudden, we, 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 we get in this mindset. But the word is true. And it says, guess what? Man cannot even teach you this language. Only the Holy Spirit can teach you this language. I want to read this to you. I loved it so much. I was listening to this, to this man uh, speak, and I wrote down what he said. He said, there is a world that is prepared for me. Make it personal today. There's a world that's prepared for Chase. Hold some back. It is hidden. Chase cannot discover it with his own senses. This world that has been prepared for me, I, I can't use my senses to detect it. Eye has not seen, ear hasn't heard, nor has it entered into the heart yet. Help me out today. So I'll stop preaching. It says, I cannot discover it on my own senses. It is not, this is it. It is not hidden from me. It's just hidden for me. Wow. It's not hidden from me. It's just hidden for me. I do not determine what it is. I just discover it. I'm going to read that again to somebody because I believe that just hit somebody's soul today. There is a world that is prepared for me. It is hidden. I cannot discover it on my own senses. I need the Spirit. It is not hidden from me. God has just hidden it for me. Wow. I do not determine it. I just discover it. And guess what? According to this verse, the revealing is only released when I start speaking in a language that only comes from the Holy Spirit. Now listen, I know what town I'm in. 
I know I'm outnumbered in Rome, Georgia. You know what I'm talking about. But listen, some of you may be looking at me crazy through your TV today. You may watch me on your iPad and you're just looking at me with a bent like he's lost his mind. I'm not reading some script. I'm not reading from some, from some book on, on, on Pentecostalism. I'm, I'm not making this stuff up. I'm reading from the B-I-B-L-E because that's the book for me. I ain't making this up. It's in his word. And guess what? I want to apologize to some of you who have never heard this. On behalf of the church as a whole, I want to apologize to you for some of you who this revelation has been hidden from you and you have been in a jar waiting to be unleashed. I want to apologize to some of you who pastors will not even mention this. Why? Do you want to know why a lot of pastors will not mention it? Because they understand that people are going to be looking at them like, what is he saying? There are a lot of pastors, men and women of God, who will not even mention these verses. Do you want to know why? Because they are afraid that the Spirit may enter into their quiet church. I'm about to preach my, I'm about to preach myself happy today. I wish I had somebody behind me who would help me preach today. I said a lot of people will not even mention it because they are afraid that the Spirit may interfere with their services. They are afraid their little quiet church may get turned upside down. They are afraid that the Spirit may come in and turn over a pew. They are afraid that, some, that something may start happening that they have lost control of. And a lot of people don't like losing control. And guess what? It is time for the church to lose control to the spirit it is time for the church to step back and let the spirit move why because God is looking for a church in a city like Rome Georgia that is full of the spirit of God why so you can reveal things to the city and to the lost that they have never ever heard wow man help me out today I just want to preach it today I just want to preach it today I just want to preach it today it's time. It is time now. And in this pandemic and epidemic, I have felt the Spirit saying, it is time for a comeback. It's time for Rome, Georgia to get the Spirit. It's time for every church on every corner to get the Spirit. Why? Because there are too many people, there are too many churches that have had lids on them and they cannot grow, they cannot see miracles because the Spirit is not allowed to move inside of that quiet building. I tell you right now, I want to prophesy to somebody who's watching. There's probably a pastor that's watching me right now thinking he's lost his mind. I'd hate to be him on Monday morning because he's going to get some emails. Let me tell you something, my brother or my sister you need the power of the spirit to get up inside of you and wreck your church why because God wants to do something through you he wants to use you as a revelator and your church can be revealing things to a city when the spirit is not in it I'm about to preach today Jesus had been teaching to his disciples they couldn't understand him Jesus why are you why are you teaching in parables? I just don't get it. Why it's like you're hiding the truth behind all the details and story. I don't get your analogies. The kingdom is this. The, the kingdom's not like that. What? And then all of a sudden, guess what? They didn't get that. And now guess what? Jesus Christ, the Son of God, says, 
It's better that I go. What? Are you serious, Jesus? You wanted me to be your disciple and, and I mean, you wanted me to follow you and people would love to be walking beside you and now you look at me after you preach some, some crazy parable and now you say, it's better for you if I go. Jesus, I'm tired of these mysteries. What in the world are you talking about, Jesus? I just don't understand you. What? Yes, and Jesus looks at them and says, yes, you know what? It's better for you if I go. Somebody, so, somebody needs to get this in their spirit. Because he said, look, if I, if I stay here with you, you are dependent on me to do everything for you. You are dependent on me to save the lost. You are dependent on me to heal the people. You are dependent upon me to cast out demons. He says, no, no, no. Yes, yeah, see, I'm here with you. That's one thing. And he said, but guess what? I'm here with you. And But, but guess what? And that, that, that's all cool, but you've been dependent on me for too long. He said, yes, I'm here with you, but guess what? The thing that I'm about to send, it's not going to be with you, but it's going to be in you. And when it gets inside of you, guess what? You will start looking like me. You'll start telling demons to flee. You'll start healing the sick. You'll start releasing things that nobody has ever seen. I feel like shouting by myself today because God is calling to a church to wake up and get full of the Spirit. He says, yes, I may go. I need to go because I'm here with you, but I'm about to send something that's about to slide itself inside of you and wreck your life. I don't know about you, but I not only want Jesus in the church, I want the Holy Spirit up in my church during this Pentecost season. I want him to wreck lives. I want him to wreck the church. I want him to wreck to, to every religious person that walks in my church. I don't care about who's paying tithes and who's not. I'm not worrying about offending anybody. I just want the Spirit of Somebody needs to help me preach today. He says, I may be with you, but I'm sending something that's about to get in you. So let me go to Calvary to get the sin out of you so the Spirit can get inside of you. There's power when you start speaking. I dare you. I want to close my notes so I'll stop preaching. I just dare you right now to get up and start singing this song with us. When listen to the sound. Come on, I dare you to stand up right now in your living room. When listen to the sound. Oh, there's power. Of power on my lips. Oh, Jesus has broken. Jesus has broken the curse. Oh, no, no. He has never lost a battle. Speak to your mountain today. You should not bow low. Oh, Jesus. Jesus defeated the darkness. Oh, he has never lost. When listen to the sound. When, 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 listen to the sound. Come on, declare it today. Come on, spirit. Move in somebody's life today. Somebody's getting some power Jesus behind their words today. Hey. He has never lost a battle. Who are you, great mountain, that you should not follow? Jesus defeated the darkness. He has never lost. Listen to the sound. 
there's power today. Power you got power on, my on your lips today. Hey. Jesus has broken the curse. Oh, he, he has, has never lost a battle. Mountain, you gotta move to do. Jesus defeated the darkness, he has never lost the battle. We listen to the sound because there's power on my lips, there's power on your lips. I declare it today. You've been living inside of a glass jar for years. You've been afraid of the Spirit. You won't even admit it. You've been around it. You've seen it. But you're just like, I don't know. I just revealed some secrets to you today from the B-I-B-L-E, okay? I didn't make this stuff up. But I'm telling you today that it is the Word. And I believe that God is looking for a Spirit church that is about to revolutionize their city and I don't know about you but I want that church to be my church today do you want that to be your church today God right now this Pentecost season I am declaring over our cities for people who have never been in the spirit God they are about to be filled with the spirit just like the day of Pentecost when the spirit filled the room the word says that they were in one cord and one place and the sound of a mighty rushing wind filled the place where they were being seated at and cloven tongues of fire rested upon them and they begin to speak. And revelation filled the streets. And in that moment, the church was birthed. I'm declaring right now, the devil thought he has killed the church over these last eight, nine weeks. But God is about to revive a church that is full of His Spirit. I am declaring that today. If you would just declare that today with me, come on, would you just lift up your hands today? Come on, lift up your hands today and declare it. Come on, I want to sing that out again. Say that again. We listen to it. When listen to the sound hey. of power Come on. my lips. Say that again, we say that again. When listen to the sound hey. of power on Come my lips. Say it like you mean it, hey. When listen to the sound hey. of power Jesus, hey. Jesus. 
feel like shouting today I don't know I just feel like somebody's getting a breakthrough today I feel like somebody just got a revelation today I feel like I feel like today that the Spirit is unveiling something for somebody that God's plans for your life I just feel it in my spirit God may be telling you that's where you need to go God may be telling you that's what you need to leave that's what you need to pick up that's what you need to let go of today God I feel it in my spirit God a revelation can only come through your spirit. Woo. Thank you today, God. I love you today. Thank you. Thank you today, God. Thank you today. If you're watching today and you need Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, if you're watching on Legacy Church online, an icon is going to come up for you to commit your life to Jesus Christ. If you need Jesus Christ today as your Lord and Savior, you click on that link and you fill out your name and I, I will call you personally and I'm gonna pray with you. We're gonna walk this thing out together. God's got something greater for you. You need Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So if that's you today, go ahead and click on that link. I thank you so much for watching with us today. I pray that you have a blessed week. Stay tuned in with us this week for some very important information. God bless. See you next week.